You know, I never asked you guys if you actually liked that theme song. <laughs> which, which guys, our listeners or us? No, you two. Or did yeah, I ask you? I, I think I, you asked us. It was a year Cause ago. Because we, we talked about too? how we liked that better than we liked the Couch original. Crouches. Couch Crouches. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Couch Crouches. This is Jim. I'm Joe. I'm Gonzo. We're back. We're um, back. Almost on a Monday. Almost. Um... Every day runs together. And not only are we back on, we're back in Bohemia Studios mm-hmm. after a couple of location uh, things, and uh, all three of us are here. And Which location things were those? I was aware of one. We did one at Vampire. Yeah. We did a couple at, um, at the LP. theater. At the theater. We did a couple at the theater a while, I mean, a while ago. Yeah, a while back. I'm trying oh, to think. What, I wasn't there for uh, any of that. No, and Drunken Crawl happened here, and yeah. then the one the AVP and Drunken Crawl both AVP yeah. and Drunken Crawl were like the last two before the one at Vampire. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think there was. I think we did like two at the theater a while ago. Yeah, two or three at the at um, LP at the beginning of oh, the rehearsal a, process. You got a Facebook notification. I did, and it's not even anything I want to listen to. So I'm going to actually <coughs> mute that. <clears throat> for 24 hours. Okay. Anyhow, here we are. Um, yeah, so, uh, boy, a lot's gone on since uh, we were on last. Sorry about the little break, but um, the three of us were kind of involved in a fucking, yeah. fucking show. Uh, in fact, we're still mm-hmm. kind of involved in a fucking show. Have any listeners um, come to see the show, do we know? Um, Jaqueline was there. Jaqueline. Oh, by the way, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, I gotta do this. Hold on, hold on. And here it is. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah, it got the extended hiss. Absolutely. <laughs> my mic's a little hot today. I can, I can. No, it's fine. I'm no, just, I think I'm you're just fine. gonna sit myself mm-hmm. back. It just made for a really good slurp. I mean, I yeah. guess, I guess I'll also put it in the. Yeah, mouth Yummy. noises. It's time okay. for mouth noises, Jamie. <laughs> Jamie doesn't like mouth noises. Jamie doesn't like mouth noises. Um, yeah, no, we've we've been in the midst of a of a show um, <coughs> since this oh, I'm will dying. Be, don't die since this will be going out on time. <clears throat> yeah, um, we can we'd be glad to invite you all to see. Uh, uh, Adrian was there. Adrian was there. was He's Adrian a listener? Who yeah. else is who else is a listener? Um, Adrian and Jacqueline were there. Um, Jaqueline. Yeah, yeah, you'll pronounce it right. Jackie Wheels. Who. Is currently live on Twitch and still sent us in a question. Yeah, but it's kind of a hollow song because she's not here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's just funny. Um, yeah, so this weekend, so I'm going to be putting this out mm-hmm. tonight. I'm going to mm-hmm. edit this and put it out tonight. So right now it's Tuesday the 7th. Um, this Friday, which will be the 10th and the 11th of August 2018, we would like to uh, invite you, listeners, Grouch Potatoes, your friends, your family, your enemies, to the uh, last two performances of uh, Sweeney Todd, the B- Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Yeah. If you mention our special code Couch Grouches, you get no dollars off. You know what? If you mention our special code Couch Grouches, we will, uh, I will make sure that you are uh, admitted to the, uh, to the show at the senior and student rate. So instead of paying $15 for general admission, you'll be able to pay 
twelve dollars. Oh. So go in. Make me a liar, why don't you? And Med just special code couch scratch to get three dollars. <laughs> you get three dollars off. Um, also check out the great couch scratches ad that's in the program yep. of the of the show. So I actually didn't look at the ads in the programs. Yeah. I only went to read my bio. Of and course, I was tickled pink that all of my sarcasm made it through. <laughs> yeah, what the it hell? Um, and I, of course, this show does. Not only is it directed oh. by me and propped very heavily by you. There are 70 mm-hmm. individual yep. props, um, not counting the cut and question-marked ones. Yeah. But the show also stars our very own yeah. Joe Bruce Stanley Foreign. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what about my boy David? I forgot his last name. Well, David's in it, too, but yeah. he's not the star of the so, show. Uh, he ends the show. He, he does. The show. But... The show is called Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street, and Joe plays Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Yeah, well, the show is called Rocky Horror Picture Show, and Frankenfurt is the star. He is, but in this case, Joe's the star. I'm just saying, <laughs> your, your logic does not track. Oh, no, not at all. I'm but, saying Joe yeah. is the star, I'm but your saying. logic for why is not a... No, uh, the logic for why is because, well... Like that time that Alien vs. Predator and the star <laughs> was <laughs> the mediocre human actors? Yes, they were. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> Shit, I had something on my mind, too, before I got on that. Dangerous, um, dangerous. Yeah. Mm. I, I I don't like that movie. <clears throat> no, I mean, it was not a particularly good movie. I'm not going to lie to you. It's fun, the, though. The JP showed me his uh, smartwatch, and he's like, oh, I bet no one knows what this is. No, it's the countdown from the Predators. Even if I didn't know the countdown from Predator. I would have been able to tell because it's triangles, as mm-hmm. I went over in yeah. our AVP episode. Yeah. Predators are about triangles. Yeah. Everything triangles. They are. They are. Yeah. Oh, dear. I think, I think Dietz figured it out, too. Probably. Yeah. He, Dan, uh, Dan's a fan of, of both aliens and Predators and them fighting. He and Actually, he liked the sequel to AVP. He's oh, the only person I know that actually liked the sequel to AVP. Haley had a good, bad movie suggestion. I just don't know that it can be defended. What's that? The Halle Berry Catwoman. No, no. Be defended you, at all. You have to, you have to, yeah, you have to try to defend it. And, um, I won't. That's I refuse. That was me, by the way. That's a very good option for bad movie. It's so bad. Ah. Whoops. Sorry about that. It's so bad. It, I mean, it's horrible. What it about, is. Uh, I'm still trying to think of a good one for Adrian May. still wants us to watch Hudson Hawk. Oh, I'd watch the How about fuck food out of Hudson. Boy. Well, food Boy can't be defended. What is I might Food be able Boy? To, you've heard about Food Boy. Joe talked about I Food talked Boy. I talked about before. Food Boy a Did little you? bit okay. in one of the episodes. I mean, I'll watch whatever you guys fucking tell me to watch. I might be if able you to can defend, defend Hudson Hawk, then we can watch Hudson Hawk. Because I, can I can't de- defend I can Hudson defend Hudson Hawk. Hudson Hawk. I hate Hudson Hawk. Have you ever seen Hudson Hawk? No. Nope. Yeah, Bags, can you fucking, fucking believe it? Nope. I can tell you a movie that there's no. watch movies. I know you don't. Um. Uh, there's, a, I mean, I could tell you a bad movie that's undefendable. Mm-hmm. The worst. Van movie. Helsing. Um, the, the, yeah, I mean, I hate that movie. Judd. I love that movie. It's a horrible. It's movie. It's a terrible movie. Oh no. no, the Chuds are coming to get us, and also the government conspiracy. Oh look, we fixed the government conspiracy. Didn't happy, fix the Chuds. Happy ending. But guys, the Chuds are still under the streets, cu- trying to come up and eat you. The movie's not done. Why are you ending the movie here? Why is everyone so happy you killed the government, man? There were still chuds. Um, it's it that, that little that little kid's the little kid's show, uh, uh whatever it was called. Everything's would, groovy. Yeah. Everything's groovy. That is what if hair was chud because everything's <laughs> like, oh no, we got all of these problems. Oh look, we solved the one. 
yay, happy end. Lemon yeah. bugs in a lemon airplane. Dude, the lemon bugs were dicks. <laughs> they really were. Their though. whole po- purpose was to show up and just ruin everything for everyone around them. They were bourgeois. And I think one of them's the one that broke their prop. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was the blonde chick. You're probably right. Where do I recognize her from? What was she, what else? Was she was she? in this stuff the year before. Yeah, but I don't who remember. Was she because I like I recognize the reporter girl who played Tut or or Seti. She was one of the two. Yeah, right that's now. fine. I recognized her, but I like and I knew where she where I recognized her from. But the the tall blonde lemon bug. I don't know. It was in my head like I recognize her, but I don't know yeah. what she was in other shows. I don't remember either. My boy Seth, though. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners have no idea what he I'm came talking to see about. the show. He, he came to see did Sweeney. He? Yeah. Oh, that must have been one of the days I wasn't there. Yep. It was this weekend, so you weren't there. I you, was there. You were there he Sunday. Was there Sunday, and he was there the end of Friday. <clears throat> the end of Friday. Yeah, we say right the now. end, but I showed up like ten minutes yeah. after Act Two started. Right. Right. That's a long show. It is. It is, especially. When there's holds and things like that. You know what else I realized about how long that show is? Yeah. So when intermission's about to start, and I'm really craving that cigarette. And I'm like, okay, they're about to start. Little Priest, the the act is almost over. It ends after this. I'm about to go smoke a cigarette. And then that song goes on for 20 goddamn minutes. <laughs> well, it's, you know, it's seven minutes of puns. And then, That's and then the only, only thing I'm going to say good about uh, the Tim Burton movie is that is approximately the length that that song needs to be. Yeah, they cut a lot out of that. Song I disagree. In the Tim Burton movie. I love that. I like. Song. I like all the puns though. Yeah, 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 the puns are great, and you could like swap them out. But that song is just, just this much too long to I end. Know. If I you know. have a if you have a nicotine addiction, I can understand. I can see that. Yeah. I, I, I do. <laughs> I do have that. <coughs> oh God, I'm dying, and that's probably why. Probably click. So this, cool. This was free. What is that? Oh, a little vapey thing. Where'd you get that from? Uh, Cumbies, where I stopped in this morning. Oh, why'd you get it for free? American Spirit was buy one get one free, and also get this for free. Oh, okay. Because the rep was there or whatever. Oh, cool. So, um, yeah, yeah, we ready to move on to the living my best life, listeners. (laughs) We ready to move on to the news? Yeah. Does anyone have any news for me? We were looking at something. Yeah, but did, did we get anything? But I do have something for you right now, Gonzo. Have the listeners forgot about me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. News. Good. Now we have that. <laughs> I own. I opened so many articles. Also, I have a recipe for tortilla wrap bratwurst with beer mustard open. What? I have all my news articles, but then I also have a recipe for tortilla wrap bratwurst with beer mustard. Ew. I don't know how to feel about that. Um. So I did find a a, a story from 2014. Um. That um, the director. Um, of Nosferatu. Um, is it F.W. Murnau? Oh, what the hell is his name? As in Count Orlock Nosferatu? Yes, F.W. Mm. Murnau. <clears throat> um, someone stole his head. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> huh. 
cool. I, 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 I mean, disrespectful because but, I was but also literally cool. I was literally looking for news from you, so I looked up like you know, like weird yeah. occult news stuff like that. Nosferatu's direct, director's head stolen from a grave in Germany, July fourteenth, two thousand fifteen. The skull of legendary vampire film director F. W. Murnau was reported missing from his family plot, as some speculate possible occult motives for the theft. Well, I mean. People are nerds like that. Yeah. So I mean, um, one of my news articles could be. Hey, hey, Joe. I could focus. On. Hey, Joe. I'm, I want you to social work me. Okay. Just real brief, like. Yeah. So, I've often sat and thought and just like remarked upon how, like, lucky it is that I've never gotten into grave robbing. <laughs> okay. Is that a thought that crosses normal people's head? Like. Like, I could just go down the street, and there's a cemetery right there. I bring a shovel, I could dig something up and just, like, take whatever's in there. But do I've you, never done it, and I don't really want to. Do it's you fixate like, on the thought, or does it just pop in your head and then No, pops? it just pops in. Yeah, that's a normal thing. Okay. If, okay. It, if it sticks in your head, and then you keep thinking about it, and then you act on it, that's when you know you have a problem. But All if you right. just have these intrusive thoughts that just pop in and then pop out, you're okay. Okay. All okay. right. So good, good social work. Thank you. Well done, Joe. Uh, Joe, why don't you go with the first uh, news story? Well, so this is one that might interest Gonzo. So uh, rumor has it that John Favreau's live-action Star Wars television series is going to focus on the planet of Mandalore and the Mandalorian people after the fall of the Empire. Oh, I'm so conflicted on that. Keep in mind, it's the I'm I sure, know, it's uh, the Mandalore. No, no, it's the Mandalore that was presented in like the Clone Wars. Right. Yeah, which I, is actually pretty fucking cool if you've watched those episodes. Mm-hmm. I mean, that could be cool. It could be pretty. It's cool. It's also reported to cost the seasons reported to cost a hundred million dollars. So ten million dollars an episode. That's a lot of money. They said the Lord of the Rings is going to be the most expensive ever. The Lord of the Rings uh, uh, series is going to cost fifteen They're million. They're making a Lord of the Rings series. Yep. Amazon is yeah. Amazon is. I mean, I had kind of passingly I heard about this Star Wars one, but I think it might be based on the stories of the Cimmerillion. God, I hope not. Oh I boy, it, I think it might be. I love I think Tolkien it's, nerd book of Genesis and I think this it's I think it's this. it's not it's not starting with the Big Bang and all that stuff or like the the song of the universe. Yeah, why not but, at but that point? But the song of the spheres is like the most interesting conceptual part. I doubt they'll do anything with because any of the minor it, or anything but, like that. Because then it echoes it echoes again in, in the 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 physical mm. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. that, that's no, the I'm cool sure they're going to do like Baron and Luthien and shit like that. If they're going to yeah. do anything on Huron and well, stuff. Well, like I'm that. sure Dan is very excited about. I'm that. sure he is. I'm sure he he Dan's could write one, in. Yeah. Dan's one of the few people I know that has unironically enjoyed the Silmarillion. I mean, I've read the Silmarillion a couple times, and yeah, you know, I didn't want my time back. It's just it's a chore. It's just like, just because the way it's laid out, and you know the fact that. You know, because it was—it's it, not supposed to be a story. It's, it wasn't it's mm-hmm. his Bible. It's yeah. his yeah. It is it's his, his Bible. show Bible. It is yeah. his yeah. show Bible. This is the oh, and this is why this happens mm-hmm. in the future. And at best, it Which was a right world yeah. building, right? And yeah. at, but at best, it was a it was a writing exercise because mm-hmm. he went back to it like over like thirty years right. and just. You know, and I personally think he's like, all right, I'm running out of an idea. Let me go write the Silmarillion. Or, hey, you know what? I got to write this lecture on linguistics and my brain's not in the right place. Let me write 100 pages of the Silmarillion. Okay, look, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It just just bothers me. All right. uh, I guess I'll go to mine. 
Um, which one should I do first? Uh, I'll do the. Um, you know who I liked? Who'd I you like? Candorous Ordo. <laughs> I love that game. Yeah, um, he was in both, right? Yeah, because he he was because he he, he was Mandalore. He, he's the second canonically time. Mandalorian yeah. mm-hmm. that one. All right. So uh, talking about there's a big um, auction coming up of a number of movie items. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And one of the items you got the Sweeney Todd chair. No, but. <laughs> One of the items is said is it's going to be the what they're predicting to be the most expensive, uh, the most ever paid for a Star Wars prop. All right, uh, Han Solo's jacket from The Empire Strikes Back. They're saying it's going to go over one million dollars at auction. Which one? His normal one or his floofy Hoft parka? No, no, no. The the the, the normal one that he wears. Okay. The, the 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 navy fatigue mm-hmm. coat that he wears. Now, was that a custom prop or was that just an off the shelf sort of? thing that they had do we know no no the, all, all that stuff was built yeah i mean all that stuff was built yeah but simultaneously Everything a lot of that stuff was built out of just off the shelf for i empire, doubt it for empire i would assume all right yeah all, for empire. yeah because that first one was essentially like that was when pull they shit and make it work empire mm-hmm. is when they redesigned and redid all yeah. of the armor from fresh pulls yeah mm-hmm. so well i mean one of the things they, they redid in empire when it comes to armors they had to completely redo darth vader's helmet yeah mm-hmm. because david prouse could neither breathe nor see in that goddamn thing but and also they and, they, and they got rid of the, the asymmetry though they did but they got rid of the red um the red lenses mm-hmm. as opposed to the he has black lenses after after uh, after star wars i think they brought the red lenses back for rogue, for rogue one they one did because yeah. they did for rogue that's one that's how it would fit in there yep um, and they also took out the uh, gray stripes yeah, in but Rogue I mean, One because mm-hmm. you know Vader has in his in his breastplate. Um, after I think in Return of the Jedi he definitely has gray stripes. Mm-hmm. <coughs> um, he might have them in Empire. I'm going to look right now while we're talking. But I mean, like, you know, Luke's lightsaber was a Graflex flash tube. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the handle for an old flash bulb, yep. which was just something that they found and said, "Oh, this could be a thing." Yeah. Let's just, and it's barely modified. Mm-hmm. Like I think they added what, like those windshield wiper blade parts for the, for the grip. Mm-hmm. Um, but the rest of it, they flipped the the uh, reflector clamp upside down, and just sort of tweaked a, a couple things. But Star Wars has a long and illustrious history of just, hmm, hardware store, hardware. St- Oh look at this hobby mm-hmm. shop! This yeah, is totally yeah, right. this. This can be a thing now. The the uh, the so Jedi at, communicators mm-hmm. from from uh, episode one were lady are, lady are Bix, lady Bick razors Gillette. Mm-hmm. I thought, Gillette, I think. Yeah. And by the way, the gray stripes were introduced in Empire Strikes Back, but they were much more prominent in Return mm-hmm. of the Jedi. All right, Joe, <coughs> your next uh, your next uh, piece of news. Um, you know, I think I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna get rid of this one. We're just gonna do this. So Dave Batista, who plays Drax the Destroyer in Guardians of the Galaxy and in the uh, other Marvel movies, uh, has stated that if Disney does not use James Gunn's script for Guardians of the Galaxy three, he will be leaving uh, Marvel, and he has already spoken to uh, get out of his contract. Yeah, he's already talked about being released from his contract mm-hmm. with them. Um, I think you're going to see I, the more letter, solidarity. The letter that was written by the Guardians of the Galaxy cast that Cla- classy was as fuck. so good. Classy as fuck. This is the first time hearing of any of this. Yeah, um, so, well, you know There what? were tweets from, like, a decade ago that James Gunn had written that were, uh, you know, 
off-color jokes that were, you know, at the time. And they were done so, by the way, they were mm-hmm. they were they were dug up by a right-wing blogger that didn't like that Gunn was speaking against Trump. Mm-hmm. But at Oh no, they're going to find all of our hidden stuff now. 10 10 years ago, he apologized for the tweets and then he apologized again when they were brought back up and Disney asked Gunn to step down as director. No, they did not ask him to step down. They fired him. I thought they asked him to step down. No, they fired him. Mm. So um, you want me to read you the letter? Sure. Okay, so this is what they, they, they wrote. Now, this was, this was signed by Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana, Dave Batista, Karen Gillan, Bradley Cooper, Sean Gunn, Palm Clematif, Michael Rooker, and even Vin Diesel, who did not sign I Am Groot. Okay. This is an open letter to the cast of Guardians of Galaxy. An open letter from the cast of Guardians of the Galaxy. To our fans and friends, we fully support James Gunn. We were all shocked by his abrupt firing last week and have intentionally waited these 10 days to respond in order to think, pray, listen, and discuss. Chris Pratt, got to get the prey in. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. In that time, we've been encouraged... He doesn't lose, lose any points with me for it. No. He does not, me neither. In that time, we've been encouraged by the outpouring of support from fans and members of the media who wish to see James reinstated as director of Volume 3, as well as discouraged by those so easily duped into believing the many outlandish conspiracy theories surrounding him. Being in Guardians of the Galaxy movies has been a great honor in each of our lives. We cannot let this moment pass without expressing our love, support, and gratitude for James. We are not here to defend his jokes of many years ago, but rather to share our experience, having spent many years together on set making Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2. The character he has shown in the wake of his firing is consistent with the man he was every day on set, and his apology now and from years ago when first addressing these remarks we believe is from the heart, a heart that we all know, trust, and love. In casting each of us to help him tell the story of misfits who find redemption, he changed our lives forever. We believe the theme of redemption has never been more relevant than now. Each of us looks forward to working with our friend James again in the future. His story isn't over, not by a long shot. There is a little due process. There, I'm sorry. There is little due process in the court of public opinion. James is likely not the last good person to be put on trial. Given the growing political divide in this country, it's safe to say instances like this will continue, although we hope Americans from across the political spectrum can ease up on the character assassinations and stop weaponizing mob mentality. It is our hope that what has transpired can serve as as an example for all of us who realize the enormous responsibility we have to ourselves and to each other regarding the use of our written words when we etch them in in digital stone, that we as a society may learn from this experience and in the future will think twice before we decide what we want to express, and in so learning perhaps can harness the capability to help and heal instead of hurting each other. Thank you for taking the time to read our words. The Guardians of the Galaxy. Classy mm-hmm. as fuck. And even when his response to being fired and everything was... Classy as fuck. He's such a... And if, if, the, if these tweets were from even five years ago, it would be like, dude, what, what were you doing? But like 10 years ago, this was when like Carlos Mencia was bit like... Yeah. That was the style of comedy was be as offensive as possible. Correct. And James Gunn was essentially 
a comedy writer, like he he all of his movies have heavy comedic elements to it. So yeah. he was definitely watching comedians of the time and working. It and, was the style and, of yeah. the time. And I'm not to say that these that is any excuse to make a insensitive joke to offend someone, but when you're a comedy writer, you go with where people are at at the time. You know, comedy you has taken comedy has taken such a turn in the past, you know, 20, 30 years. Mm. You know, when I was a kid, I was a big fan of Sam Kinison mm-hmm. and Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah. Two guys, I mean, Sam's dead, but two guys that really, I mean, honestly, I look back now, mm. the shit does not age no. well. Um, I mean, Sam especially, well, no, I mean, both of them, not even, because mm. no, I'm not giving Dice any, any slack. <laughs> Um, the homophobic stuff yeah. is just absolutely dreadful. Although Sam's funniest stuff is about Jesus because mm-hmm. he was a fucking he was a, a minister mm-hmm. and is hysterical. But um, you know, misogyny and, mm-hmm. and, and and racism and and homophobia. It's just both of them. You know, you, you listen to it now and you're kind of embarrassed. Yeah. And I know I am, you know, and I throw it on. It's like, oh, and I, I make myself feel better in realizing, oh, you also like George Carlin. So that mm-hmm. was okay. Um, but yeah, so, so you know, uh, you know, comedy has taken lots of different forms. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're absolutely right. He was, he was really kind of following the, 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 the style. Yeah. Uh, what was that the, in fashion at the time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So scary stuff. Yeah. Um, I have a fun one. I got a fun headline. Robots replace waiters at Chinese restaurant chain. Hmm. So there is a uh, there's a an e-commerce giant in in China called Alibaba. It has opened yes. a chain of restaurants where human servers are replaced by roving robots. And I mean, I guess it like cuts down expenses. I'm not going to read the article, but. Um, it cuts down expenses considerably. So like, you know, if you're paying like $45 a plate, instead you're paying 15 now. Hmm. Um, and of course they can work every day, all day, and they don't, you know, you don't need to tip them and all you have to do is plug them in, you know. Because they don't got rights. Right. So, um, and they're connecting these, um, they're connecting these restaurants, these robot.he restaurants to this um, market chain that the same company has put together called HEMA, and they're semi-automated supermarkets where shoppers fill digital carts, like on an app or something like that, and watch as products are transported to the checkout via a conveyor belt on the ceiling. Hmm. Customers can also, you know, can also get home delivery. You remember when McDonald's had the, uh, in order to get, it from the kitchen over to the drive through The conveyor thing, belt. The conveyor yeah. belt and the glass tube. I used to love watching yeah, that yeah. thing. I do remember that. Holy shit. Yeah, I do totally fucking remember that. Yeah, like I'd be in the little play area just sitting there mm-hmm. eating and, or playing and I'd just always be watching yeah. the bags yeah. going overhead. Mm-hmm. Not for nothing. You know what else I remember? I don't know if you guys remember. Do you guys remember the McDonald's? I don't know if you guys are old enough to remember these. The original old school McDonald's sugar cookies. That kind of tasted like, um, mm, yeah, like they were kind yeah, of lemony, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they were in like the shapes of like Birdie's mm-hmm. head or Grimace. Yeah. Or fucking those fucking cookies were dope. They were really those good. Cookies were dope. You remember the Burger King Kids Club? 
with wheels? Yeah. No. The Burger King Kids Club was garbage. There was wheels. Um, I do remember. I do remember. You the, remember wheels? Yeah. I do remember the coolest, <laughs> the coolest line, the coolest Happy Meal toys ever. You see, wheels was in a wheelchair, Jim. Yeah, that was his, he was, oh, that's fucked up. His, his name, name wheels was wheels. because he was in a wheelchair. Um, the coolest Happy Meal toys ever, though, were um, they were McDonald's Transformers. No, I had one. And like had you had like one. a Big Mac that turned into a robot or fries that mm-hmm. turned into ro- they were so fucking yeah. cool. I, I, don't, used to, I, don't I used remember, to have all of them. I don't remember if I had one or if, like your brother might have had if, one. No, no, no. Uh, I may have had one yeah. or it might have been one of the toys that I don't know, maybe my cousin got cuz yeah. he's slightly older than me. Okay. And so it would have been at my grandmother's house. Is your brother older? No. Younger brother. Younger brother, that's right. He, uh, he's a giant of a man, but he's a younger brother. That's mm-hmm. big dude. Yeah. But uh well, that's I, new. I think, yeah. I think it was the French fries. I the French fry the French one, fries. yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's the news. All the news that's fit to that print. Is the news. Or the news that we just felt like doing. Remember the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Transformers that were a regular turtle and then it would transform into a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle yeah. turtle? Yeah. Yeah. I remember. I, I have a. I used to, I think I have one upstairs still. I have a, um, a uh, TIE Fighter. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. An advanced Tie Fighter that turns into Darth Vader. I remember those. That was uh, remember my those. buddy had a Millennium Falcon that turned into Han Solo. Turned into Han Solo. Yep. And then and it, they didn't look good, no. but they at least did it. Mm-hmm. And then, um, oh, I just remembered. So, one of my favorite toys going over to my friend's house and playing with toys. Um, so he had them in Power Rangers and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I think it definitely Power Rangers though, is those ones where you would push on on their belt and like their chest would just mm-hmm. open and the head would flip. Yeah. I remember those. Yeah. So you would have without the helmet and then you yep. push on the chest and it would it just would flip like up. open and let the head spin. You know what was really cool? So much simpler. Back in the day was um you know, you know He-Man was out for a while. There's a lot of yeah. He-Man. And then they released um you know, He-Man and Skeletor, um, they had different armor, and they had, like, a battle damage armor. And what it was was, like, a, a, a spring-loaded um, <coughs> spinner inside. Mm. So, like, when you hit it or when you pressed it, it flipped once to have one gash, and then it flipped it again to have two gashes. And you could roll it back. It was very cool. I just remember stupid oh, about, shit like uh, that. Crash mm. test dummies. Do you ever have I those? remember the commercials. I don't My, I don't my the friend toys. had, had the, uh, the toys that were... Well, first off, they were kind of like the same as like the putty toys mm-hmm. from uh, Power Rangers, where if you hit them, they would just spring-loaded arms and legs and heads pop off. Mm. But then he had this plastic car that was designed so that you would pop it into place, and then when you rammed it into a wall, it would crumple realistically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's awesome. I remember one of my friends beating the shit out of me with his Stretch Armstrong. <laughs> He would grab it by the arms and just fucking whip me with it. I guess we weren't really friends. <laughs> what the fuck was this called? I have it right here. It's what? right here. Mangalores. I remember Mangalores. I had this first one, the Mangalores. Let me just look it up real quick. What is it? What does it do? Um, you could pull it apart and then put it back to get like it was. It was made of some weird, fucking weird substance but like like yeah you could like pull it apart and then like stick it back to it was like some weird mm. clay they were bizarre i don't know i just thought of that like mangalords but that's not what today's episode is no we're not we're not talking about 
we're not reminiscing about childhood toys. Although we really totally we, could rest, we, reminisce we could. about childhood toys. That could oh, be our episode. That yep. could be our episode. The other one my friend had was the uh, Ghostbusters playset thing. Mm. You know the the one that was the the fire mm-hmm. the firehouse. I think our I think our episode just became reminiscing yeah. about toys. I don't know how much more of this I got. Honestly, oh no, uh, um, I got okay. Kind of lo- blew my load early. I love you guys, but. 80s toys were better. I mean, that was most of the toys that I owned because my mom wouldn't get us toys from the toy store. We got them from like swap meets and tag sales. Okay, and stuff. okay, viable, viable. Um, I was um, I was spoiled when it came to toys when I was a kid. Um, I used to joke it was because I, I know it's true. It's because my parents were divorced, mm-hmm. and I had a whole set of toys at one house and a whole set of toys at another. So my favorite all-time toy, and I think I've talked about this before, my favorite all-time toy that I had was called the USS Flag Aircraft Carrier. Mm -hmm. It was a G.I. Joe toy. It was six feet long, Mm -hmm. and it laid on my floor, and it was a goddamn aircraft carrier. Yeah. It was fucking dope. It was dope. Look it up. It was Mm -hmm. fucking dope. Um... I mean, it just, I mean, I played with it all the time when I was a kid. Um, I mean, it even had, you know, and it was detailed, too. Mm -hmm. Um, But it only came with one figure. (laughs) What the fuck? It came with one figure. Mm -hmm. Um, The Admiral. Mm. Oh, and this guy. I don't know what this guy's from, but I had it. Haunted Human Figure X-Cop Ghost. That's got to be from Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. That's got to be a Ghostbusters. So maybe that's, uh, Um, maybe that's, I had a, uh, I don't know, this dude right here. Yeah, see, and That's you can fold him up, and, and, yeah. you remember and the, his, his, his the, torso bit would there go was under a the hat. Mighty Ducks cartoon show about actual <laughs> ducks that were hockey players. <laughs> yeah, I remember also, that. Also, they were like super spies. I remember that. I had an action figure of one of them. I never watched that show as a kid, but my when my grandparents would take us to... We would like do a can return. Okay, okay. It's it's real Ghostbusters. That's mm. why I didn't quite okay, remember. Yeah, there you go. yeah. When we did, we would do can returns with my grandparents, and then they would split the money with any of the any of the grandkids that went to do can returns. And then we'd go to the dollar store right next to the can return, and they always had these weird, like, they were like trademark toys, but they were never from any of the like real big. Like you never saw like your Mario or your Sonic or like anything there. It was always these like weird off-brand cartoon things like these Mighty Ducks things. So I had a bunch of weird... Yeah, yeah. If you're looking for kind of like weird stuff like that in nostalgia, there's a couple YouTube channels. Um, Mm. Ashens is one. And then sometimes BigClive.com does Poundland stuff, but uh, he's mostly like little electronics projects Mm -hmm. and and teardowns and reviews of things. But Ashens, he goes and also receives from all over the place just different things from like one pound sh- stores and dollar stores and things mm-hmm. like that. So by like remainder toys and things. Yeah, like you that. get yeah. some weird things yeah. like that, or like the Chinese knockoffs, mm-hmm. where it's like Captain America's body yeah. with Spider Man's head on it, and it's like, oh, oh and se- it's like, like Sense of Right Squad. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> with Batman <laughs> and Shrek and Car, <laughs> it's just like random shit. <laughs> sense of Right Squad. Yeah. That's right. I remember that. Um, you know, Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> right, I gotta look that up. So well, he's he's my favorite. I, is it Sense of Right Squad? I, I, it's something like that. Um, I had the Sense of Right Alliance. Let's see who's in the Sense of Right Alliance. 
We have um, some yellow car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, but it's got like the cars. On yeah, it, right? yeah, yeah. Um, a yellow Power Ranger, Superman, Batman. What looks to be like a weird Spider-Man ripoff and Shrek. Yeah, yeah. The sense of right alliance. I'd watch that. The most ambitious crossover. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> you know, I love this. We got Spider-Man and Batman in a looks to be officially licensed Avengers packaging, and they look to be almost pretty decent sculpts. I like the like Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. But you remember that time that Spider-Man had a golden katana and a snake staff and two ray guns, which are the uh, the accessories that hmm. he appears to come with. He's Jafar. It's Jafar was. You know the great thing is too the sense of right alliance has like different has like variants. Oh, are you mm. looking at like the there's one, one here got... with Gorilla Grodd in it? Looks mm. like or, or I don't. I mean, I'm looking at a sense or, of. <laughs> so someone has a comment. Someone put a comment here. So there's one with with Gorilla Grodd, Yellow Ranger, um, somebody. Again, another Spider-Man knockoff and Batman. Someone puts, I didn't know Harambe was part of the sense of right alliance. <laughs> so I've got a similar one here that's got a Superman, a, uh, a Spider-Man. What the looks thing. Like, what looks like, is who, that the thing over there that, on the left? That's the thing right okay. there. Um, who is that? I don't know. Is that like Strider Hyru or something like that? <laughs> I don't know, but I, I kind of like the Batman over on the end that almost looks like, it could be Batman, but it's probably just a repaint of the Superman. Yeah, maybe. That's the thing about these knockoffs, and why I kind of appreciate that the thing is in this one. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he looks like he has an LED in his chest. <laughs> the thing right has there. an LED in his chest? Let me just throw <laughs> my phone. Uh, yeah, doesn't it look like he's got the little dome of it an LED? It does. And that, yeah, okay. that's a common thing in a lot of these knockoff Chinese toys is... First off, they're all going to be the same sculpt, which which is kind of why I'm glad that the thing is in this one because he had a different sculpt. Mm-hmm. You know, someone had to put a little bit more effort into into their knockoff. Oh man, dude! Oh, new style ninja tortoise. You know what? I th- I think that Jafar staff was not actually Jafar staff. Was it Serpentor? No. When I see it arranged. Like this, it looks like it's just gold plastic fake webs. Oh, I think you're right. Because he comes with yep, them here. because he comes with them. I've got so, a... Uh, I'm looking at a picture. This I, one, I'm, definitely. I'm looking at a Superman... Superman Big Alliance? No, I'm looking uh, at Superman... I don't it's know. like a Superman blister pack, but that, it's called Special Man. That hmm. might be Jafar Staff. I have That a, might be Jafar Staff. I have a Superman Big Alliance, <laughs> which does not feature Superman at all, but does feature Shrek the Thing, a Ninja Turtle... And several Power Rangers, <laughs> Superman Big Alliance. Now I know this is fake because there's a bunch of them sort of like this, and it it it's faked and looking to be. Oh, that's Black that, Spider-Man. Have you seen these Revengers? This one's the Incredible Fella. <laughs> that's hysterical. Right here. Oh, <laughs> uh, what else we got for Revengers? We got regular Raccoon. <laughs> regular Raccoon. Uh, incredible fella, token girl. Uh, there's nighty night. Have you seen um, outdoor heroes? Oh, look at that! That's some Spider-Man in just 
in just like fucking Spider-Man and different. <laughs> so that's one's in suspenders and like and, a farmer hat, and the others in like random <laughs> yeah. camo gear. Oh, it looks like you could actually buy these from this person online. Like they, they, they're faked in design, right. just to imitate the Chinese Space knockoffs. Boys Three, <laughs> Space Boys Three, hands, Woody. I don't know. I like Fedora Ron. Ron not included. <laughs> <laughs> and like I say, that that's the fakes, and you can buy it. It's guys, <laughs> guys, you got to give us a break. We have we've been gone for a while. You know, this is just being. This goofy. is a very non-visual medium, and we're doing. And we're just looking at stuff <laughs> off of off of. Uh, however, absolutely oh, everything. Oh, oh, but hold on, no, this absolutely, is my favorite on, Avenger, guys. Grouches, uh, grouch potatoes. Everything that we're looking at, we're giving you enough information to go on the internet while you're listening and totally look this up. Don't right. you remember your favorite <laughs> Avenger? Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> Star Warseers, and this is Wise Puppet. <laughs> so racist. <laughs> oh wait, no, I've seen that before. I think Ashen's had there's that. There's also there's also Karate Farmer and Door Ladder. Are um, the other characters you can collect? Have Dora you guys ladder. have you guys looked up E three PO? No, <laughs> no. What you got? Um, so while that's loading, yeah, he uh, Ashen's in particular, and look him up on, on online actually, on uh, on YouTube. He actually has multiple episodes on YouTube of him just reviewing knockoff Star Wars there we things. E three PO. Oh my god, <laughs> I hate it. It's E T. On All a gold on a C three PO body. What about Robert Cop too? This is futuristic Robert. <laughs> oh yeah, no, we've got yeah. Robert Cop. Robert Cop shows up on 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 uh, on this on this dude's uh, YouTube. Dude, but Star has... Knight. Star Knight is Darth Vader on a chip's motorcycle. Huh. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's, that's what that, that is. is. Okay. That is what that is. Now, I had the weirdest thing um, as a toy that I actually had. What's I that? think I. I think it came in a set of two things, but I distinctly remember that, uh, and maybe it was from the animated droids cartoon. Well, that's what that fucking ET is from. Like, the, someone took someone mm-hmm. took a droids mold, and fucking yeah, that's what they had to have done. I'm sorry, continue. Like, I, I think it's from the droids cartoon show, but I don't really remember because I only ever watched two episodes on that that I got on a VHS for free somewhere. I think. Um, but it was this weird sort of A-wing shaped, like arrowhead, Mm -hmm. uh, fighter thing. Right. And when you looked underneath, you could see like the, the body of almost a stormtrooper sitting in it. Like he was piloting it like some sort of glider and you'd slide back this hatch on the top of this thing and his helmeted head would pop up. And it was just, it wasn't a real stormtrooper, but it was. Mm-hmm. Close enough that maybe it's from otherwise branded mm-hmm. okay. Star Wars. That's yeah, fucking he, bizarre. He's got this whole series on uh, on knockoff Star Wars things, and including some of the really good stuff. Like there's a Srar Wars. I mean, I'm looking at some shit where they right just, now. Where they don't yeah. finish the T on the star. Or I've got one that's Stars War. I just saw that a minute ago. Stars War. But like there's a uh there's a um an action figure that is a knockoff of the Black Series Stormtroop. When I say Black Series, I mean the Black Series uh action The, the Black Series action figures which mm-hmm. are gorgeous. It's a knockoff of that and, and, it looks and they're less like, than $15. It looks like it it's pulled 
straight from it, though. You know, it looks like it may have come almost off the same sculpt. Mm-hmm. It's just knockoff branded and far cheaper. I found door ladder. It's door oh. ladder from Star Wars years. I remember door ladder. <laughs> My favorite character, door ladder. You remember that time that door ladder was going after uh, karate Wise farmer. puppet? <laughs> door ladder's son is karate farmer. Yeah, yeah. How about um, looking at here? So like a knockoff, the Emperor Daft Sirius. <laughs> yup. Or um, Toby One. Oh, Toby I one. love Toby One. Or Queen. Just Queen. Just, just queen. queen. Just Queen. Or R two three PO. Oh, that's that was just uh the yeah the episode one C three PO right yeah but they but they or or just Dennis. Nice. Dennis. Dennis. My favorite. So, guys, Dennis is Darth Maul. Just look at, uh, if you guys are curious, I don't know if these are actual knockoffs, but um, uh, just look at How to Be a Dad and look up hilariously confusing knockoff Star Wars toys. It's fucking hysterical. Upright slug. I mean, that's fucking hysterical. (laughs) Boss Nass is upright slug. (laughs) There you go. Um, I got the Avengers featuring Buzz Lightyear, the thing, and what looks like a regular policeman. (laughs) <laughs> he's my favorite. So, you know... He's got all the powers of a regular pr- policeman. So He I, is pervious to bullets. He is pervious to bullets. I'm sorry that we're... Um, yeah, this is... You know, the, I mean, this episode is... Um, <coughs> I mean, I'm sorry, I just thought that Shrek... I mean, yeah, it's just great. <laughs> it's you so know, bad. You know, we invite you to <laughs> go, go on the internet and, and really kind of... Drill down, fall down the rabbit hole yeah. of, of knockoff toys. You'll have a bus, or do even better. Go to, go to the dollar store mm-hmm. and go to like a really shitty dollar store yeah. in like a very like. You're not talking your Dollar Tree or Family Dollar. No, 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 no. Go to go to like you know like you know like Dollar Mart or whatever the fuck. Mm. And, and and I hate to say this, this is gonna sound terrible. Go in like the most underserved neighborhood you possibly can, mm-hmm. and. Look for knockoff toys. I mean, you'll you'll have a just you'll have a blast, or, like or even Chinatown. better, or even better, go to like Chinatown. Now there's um, there's been a resurgence in knockoff toys lately of just being a solid sculpt without even a back on it, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's just the outer shell of the front and it's hollow and got this sharp, horrible edge on yeah. the back. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you can find these ones that it's like they put some effort into the manufacturer. Sure. And absolutely nothing else into anything. I, and I, I don't know. No, I got nothing here. This will be our, our new segment. Uh, the three of us describe visual media <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in an audio format. Um, so I had an initial... 15 minutes of us just laughing yeah. at shit yeah. that we're looking at that you can't see. I had an initial idea for the show, but at mm-hmm. this point, I mean... I, I mean, that could have been enough content. I mean, we could go to letters. I mean, we're already... Uh, 46 minutes in. Really? Yeah. That flew by. And we got a lot of letters this week. We, we do a have lot a lot of letters this week. All right. Why don't, why don't we go to letters then? You know what, guys? <coughs> this is, you know, in theory, this is a bonus episode anyway. I released yeah. one a couple. I released in the, the one a this couple weeks. This is us making up for the fact that we've missed so many. But we're. I think we're getting back on regular schedules I think, next week. I think that's going to happen. So maybe we'll do the thing next time. All right. So... Um, Let's start with. Um, let me just go ahead and start taking a look here. Um, oh, I love it. So 
surprise last minute mouth sounds. You thought you got away when you skipped the first five minutes of the podcast? <laughs> no, I'm not even going to tell you this is in here until after it's too late. Oh, yeah. Do it. Do it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. shall, shall we begin letters? Let's sure. do it. What happened to your soundboard? Oh, right. It didn't work. It didn't fucking work. I mean, if I actually put one together that actually, you know, like, last, like, if I you know, spent less than, you know, more than, like, five minutes, it would have worked. All right, so obviously our first one's from Doug. Um, Doug, by the way, um, did ask if Gonzo was going to be here. Yes. And he said, "I tell him I miss him. I miss you too, Doug. So Doug misses you. How are you doing elsewhere in places that are not here? Or are you back now? I don't really I don't keep know. track of your no. schedules. So Doug has a basic theater question. Okay. Doug, I have a needlessly complex answer, perhaps. Doug's question is, what tips or tricks do you have for memorizing lines and or blocking? Do them both at the same time. Okay. I mean, you see me and get occasionally infuriated at the fact that I don't take crazy amounts of notes. Like, some people are always going in their script with their pencil just constantly, constantly, uh-huh. constantly. And that's good. I don't discourage that. I don't because, for me, I put in exactly when I need to cross and where I need to cross to. But the rest of it is so intimately connected in my head that if I don't know what my line is I go to the place where I deliver the line and that's linked to the line so okay. mm-hmm. for me it, it, it's a uh, mnemonic sort of that's good. muscle memory thing Joe? Um, that wasn't complicated at all that's like that's useful also wait until the last minute <laughs> yeah no shit when it I comes... get it by opening night I always do <laughs> when it comes to blocking it's really just most of the time, if you're in a show and your director knows what they're doing, like my director for Sweeney Todd does, um, you're blocking. You, you your can't you can't suck his dick to get a role next year. You no. age out, and <laughs> he's not doing it. I'm but doing it. Yeah, your blocking should make sense. Your blocking is my honestly blocking is the easiest thing for me to pick up because when I'm saying the line, if if I'm doing a movement, if I'm making a movement, it makes sense. So like a lot like Gonzo, most of the notes that I write in my script are where I'm entering from, where I'm exiting, and then the rest of my notes are really just like notes on how I think I should deliver the line or where I think my mindset is, really. No, I mean, sometimes I, I underline put, things with little yeah, notes that I are put, like, Jim says more this. And then I... Whatever I did here, do here as well. And when it comes to memorizing lines, <clears throat> it's just you gotta fucking run them. You gotta do them. I mean, there are some... So, uh, there. So, you got. You can't just do it at rehearsal. You gotta go home and you gotta look at your shit and you gotta be like, "Hey, I gotta remember all this shit. Let me do that." So you guys, I get it by opening night. You guys have never. I mean, you've done it in Godspell. You've worked with me in Godspell, but that was a different type of um, situation. Like you guys have never worked with me. I don't think you guys ever worked with me as an actor. Like seriously, as an actor, Rocky Horror doesn't count. No. Because Rocky Horror, none we of us... We were drunk. We were drunk, and you know what? It's been, what, three years, and I still haven't gotten a blocking note yet. Okay? Yeah. I yeah. still have not been given blocking for that show. <laughs> well, um, you know, you could always come be the narrator. No, I'm not. You, you, know, who doesn't I'm not get blo- you know who doesn't get blocking uh, notes? I'm, the narrator. I, I'm going to give you... A, I'll give you one guess. What am I not going to do? 
you're not going to suck Joe's penis. Well, that is true. Okay. I was not wrong. You were not wrong. Okay, so me, so I'm a little weird. Um, first of all, I seldom have ever written my script. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually carry a little notebook. Directors hate him. No, I carry a little notebook, and I write everything down. Um, it's just, it's easier just for me. Just like than... with a page number and like yep. where it's, okay. Yep, um, and I have a little system. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just because I don't like, um, I just, I don't know, it's just, it's just, it's it's tactile, it's just mm-hmm. part of doing it. I'm usually for blocking and acting notes, things like that. Um, I memorize lines kind of weird. Um, I memorize, I, I, I have to go somewhere to work on my lines. Mm-hmm. So I'll often, I memorize my lines in the car. Like, first of all, I usually memorize oh, my lines oh, also, in the also, car. What really helped me in No Sex, Please, We're British, yes. because that was a lot of lines really fast mm-hmm. all of the time, because farce. Mm-hmm. And not musical. Mm-hmm. Musicals, you almost get the benefit of most of it being songs. Sure. Mm-hmm. sure. Um, was I made a recording of a couple of us just sitting around the table reading the lines. And I had that recording and another recording where it was them reading lines with a blank for my lines. Sure. And I would just listen to that on repeat. See, that it, would it sunk in. That would, dis- that would actually just, for some reason, that would destroy me. No, so what I'll do is I'll sit with the book, and especially something like when I did The Crucible, where mm-hmm. I had like pages of monologue. Right. I had pages of monologue. I will work progressively, so I'll sit there and I'll, I'll break it into chunks, mm-hmm. and I'll read the first chunk, and I'll memorize the first chunk, and then I'll move to the second chunk, and then I'll, you know, so I'll recite the first chunk to make sure I've memorized it, okay? Then I'll move on to the second chunk. And I'll recite the check second chunk, and then I'll go back to the first chunk and down to the second chunk, and then re- recite that whole thing, and then do so on, so forth, so on, mm-hmm. and so forth. As a result, I often end up memorizing the other people's lines too, mm-hmm. just because it's easier for me to memorize the whole page as opposed yep. to picking out and choosing. Um, See me backstage at Sweeney Todd. Yeah, and I am reciting everyone's lines right. and dialogue, even when they don't remember it themselves. Correct. I mean, shit. I've never actually physically read the lines in the script for Sweeney Todd, and I do that as well. Yeah. Well, you do now. All right. <laughs> I picked it up before opening night, even sure. despite the fact that I think I've seen, in a grand total, <clears> up <throat> until we started to do the performances, and I could watch from backstage. I think I watched. You rehearse a grand total of seventy five percent of the show once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so. Sure. All right. So moving on to the next question. I'm too sexy for my love. Too sexy. For Miss my you too, love. Doug. Love going to leave. So this must mean Sam. Sam, thanks for the good show. Last, last, you know, the last show featured Sam, and I thought he was mm-hmm. a, a very engaging, interesting guest. Which mic um, did he use, or did you not bring um, the mic? We break? just did it yeah, off the thing because we did. I, I brought the stuff, but it. I, I, for, yeah. I forgot a couple cables. So, all right. So, did you play it live for him? His theme song. I did. Mm-hmm. Did he? Did he dance a little? A little bit. Okay. So. I mean, Joe and I sit over here and wiggle around to that dude, song every time it comes yeah, up. I do. Um, so yeah, so Joe, so uh, Sam rather, um, has a very kind of, just kind of general question. Um, I, I, I guess we could do an entire show with this, but, um, he says, okay, if you could take full creative control of any franchise out there at the moment, 
which one do you think you could truly improve or rescue from horrible failure? My answer, the Church of Scientology. <laughs> what needs to be improved? It works. More Thetans. No, there's always going to be more Thetans. That's the whole purpose <laughs> of the Church of Scientology, which is going to... I mean, I'm going to hold on to the little bit or of the segue because it segues into that question that I, Do I read someone post. Do you more Thetans? No, you want less Thetans. Okay. You see, Thetans are the source of all of your problems. Uh. <clears throat> no, I, I no, I, 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 no, the, cast, the, the Church of Scientology. It was a joke. Oh wait, no. Do you want more Thetans? No, you do want you you want your only Thetan to be the best Thetan it can be because that's how it has superpowers. You want less engrams. Engrams are what hold you back. I thought engrams were no. See, the Thetan a Thetan is the soul, and you got to watch out. For the weepy and the boohoo. <laughs> this is actual mm-hmm. Scientology stuff. I'm aware. Um, it's still stupid. Yeah. Hey, if we have any Scientologist listeners, he's stupid. But that's the thing about, about Scientology, though, is you always got to have more because, and you see mm-hmm. it in Elrond and everything he did, which was it, it started with one thing, and the whole point was you, you wanted to be clear. Mm-hmm. And then you go from clear to Oh, wait. No, there's more, because uh, actually there's a Thetan in you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so now you got to get more levels in that. Yeah. And, oh, wait, no, now you have even more things. You went from the tone scale all the way up to Thetans mm-hmm. now and, and operating Thetans. And originally I mean, you just wanted your operating Thetan, but now you have different levels listen, of operating Thetan. I believe in a magic baby who grew up and got nailed to a couple planks and then died and then came back three days later. Sounds stupid if you say it like that. But Scientology is stupid. It's stupid. I, it's, I go on record and say Scientology is stupid. It grew out of the nerd fringe occultism of the time. And, I mean, there, there, there's some evidence to point to, though, that, uh, that L. Ron Hubbard was actually an occult genius. Well, yeah. there, have been, there, have been, you know, there were links with uh, L. Ron Hubbard and Anton LaVey. Uh, those links are, are, are insignificant. I'm talking about the links between L. Ron Hubbard, who was personal friends with Jack Parsons, right yes, up he until was. he stole Jack Parsons' those wife. Those are yep. insignificant when faced with the power of our Lord Jesus Christ. There, I haven't heard that in a couple episodes. And then, and then, uh, this and the is, ability to destroy a planet is insignificant next to the power of the force. <laughs> what was it your? So what's what's Sam's question again? <laughs> Sam's question is: If you could take full creative control of any franchise out there at the moment, which one do you think you could truly improve mm, or rescue from how, horrible how, failure? How could you improve that? And it's not a risk of horrible no, no, failure. It was they a keep joke. Making all this money. It was a joke. Um, no, I mean they're not doing well. Um, okay, what franchise? The Dark Universe Cinematic Universe. Of course, that's your that's answer. What I want. I want full control. Why? So that I could fix it. So there's less humans and more monsters. Oh, so speaking of Scientology, we go straight into Tom Cruise. Tom yep. Cruise. Hey, isn't not he getting out? Wasn't wasn't that a rumor that went around I for don't a little think bit? He was happen. getting out. He not for nothing. Um, I, and it just nothing. Sorry, Sam. Nothing to do with Sam's question. But so like all the trailers at Comic Con came out. So mm-hmm. they we're like post Comic Con totally. Um, I think the trailer that excited me most. Mm-hmm. Was the fucking Godzilla trailer? That is an awesome trailer. 
What's really the matter? Cool you didn't like <coughs> Teen Titans? Fuck Batman, I'm Nightwing. Nor did I like uh, Venom with the turd. Well, that's because Venom. I've, Venom. Said, I've said it since day one. Venom hey, looks but like they it's going to be shit. They did say symbiote, not symbiote. Yeah, I don't care. So, Gonzo, franchise, what would you fix? Um, Venom. No, not that. Um, let's go back to my tried and true uh, the DC cinematic universe. I mean, yeah, that's, that's the one like, that people are going to use. Yeah. Like, there's just so much to fix, and mm-hmm. I'm not really the man to do it. But if you just if you just could. get get, I the, get, just get them out, Hellblazer. No, because Hellblazer doesn't exist anymore. Hellblazer finished up, and and got uh, the serialized Hellblazer got canceled. Um, and it did. it actually ends really nicely. Mm-hmm. I was just gonna say, but like then, a they brought, action, then they brought then they brought. Oh, he's he, he's on Legends of Tomorrow now, yeah, and he's actually he is, really he's, good. He's yeah. there consistently. Yeah, they brought back. He's the he's back. the main character. He, well, yeah. not the main character. He's he's a regular character on the show. Okay, now. good. He's a full time. I, I need to get back into. He's a full time legend. Yeah. I need to get back into watching it. Yeah. But I loved I loved him in Arrow, and that dude is definitely mm-hmm. correct to play John oh my Constantine god. in my eyes. But, oh my god. Of course, I have the answer to this. What would my franchise be? Crumb. Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> because you'd make it 100% with, with 100% less rape. Yeah. Yeah, that is that is problematic in the original. You could do a Revenge of the Nerds series franchise, you know, you know like... And, like, have some fun with you Revenge know, Booger, of the Nerds. You know, Booger would probably be down for well, it. Of course Booger would be down for he's it. He's just uh, voice acting these yeah. days. Hmm. So there you go. There. He, he's the voice of Snot oh, on okay. uh, American Dead. Mm. And now you get the joke. Because he's Booger. There you go. All right, so I think you had one from uh, Jaqueline. I do. I mean, is this an excuse to play her theme music? Sure. Okay. You already played it earlier without an excuse. Yeah, yeah let's just play it anyway. <laughs> is this racist? Um, yes, but not because she said it was okay. She thought it was funny. And well, she Josh told us Thompson that we should use it. told me I could sing that one song from Hair that apparently I'm not allowed to sing. <laughs> Go ahead. So, uh, Jacqueline's <laughs> I question. I thought you were cueing me to sing. No. <laughs> I'm not going to do that live. <laughs> Jacqueline's, Jacqueline's question is, if you could get rid of any fandom, what would it be and why? I would go with uh, the New England Patriots fandom. <laughs> That's what you just get. Fuck with. those guys and fuck their fans. They're trash. But if you're so a much Pats hate fan, for so many trash. I know that's my problem. I have so much hate. Learn for to be so a better person if you're a fan um, in Boston. I would get rid of NASCAR fans, all of them. I but would, they're, but they're driving. They're, they're turning left, Jim. Yeah, NASCAR fans. And and then you got to wait. Either that. They're going to turn left again. Either that or um, could members of the NRA be considered a fandom? fandom. There you go. That's that's what I'm going with. Why not get them both and just say Trump supporters? I mean, there you go. You see, that's a topical humors. Oh, no. They're going to find my Twitter and and see that one tweet that I posted in 2006 that I don't even think had more than five words in it. And that they're gonna throw me under the bus. Gonzo, yes. what fandom would you get rid of? Um, Besides Steven Universe. I wouldn't even get rid of that fandom. I just want them to cool it. Yeah. 
Same with the uh, Voltron Legendary Defenders. Oh my really god! The, yeah. Really, the the thing is like, which fans do you want to chill the fuck out? You want to know what well, fans we, I want to chill the fuck out? We have that episode. Star Wars fans. Mm-hmm. We we've had this episode yeah. twice yeah. now. What so, fans we want to so, chill the fuck so out? So clearly, clearly, Jacqueline, it's clear you don't listen to the podcast. She's behind, and that you're just using us for your own means to promote your Twitch and and promote the fact that you're you're you're, you're Jackie Wheels. And we'll continue to because we have, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just because we, you know, we love you and that's fine. Uh, no, I still haven't answered the question. Um, okay, but a fandom that I want to like completely just oh, I know, just my wipe real off the face of earth. That fucking, was the question, right? Yeah, the fucking Rick and Morty fandom <laughs> needs to chill the fuck out. Okay. Oh wait, have we gotten to chill the fuck out? Oh, speaking of Rick and Morty fandom, that's totally gonna be on part three. I've yeah. never watched a single episode right, in my well, life. I enjoy the show, but the fans are fucking ruining yeah, it for me. Yeah, um, uh, fandoms that need to go the fuck away. Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to think because I mean, like we've had on our our episodes, I I don't like a lot of fandoms. Yeah. I think. Every fandom needs to chill the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Um, which one would you like to excise from existence? Fortnite. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not even a great game. If, if you're into these sort of like, uh, what are they? They're, They're arena uh, shooters, right? Yeah. That's the idea of them. What there is, are better ones. What is Fortnite? What can you compare Fortnite to? Fortnite. What is, if was, Overwatch and Minecraft had a baby? Sort of, yeah. It's it's. Oh, this is the shitty video. It's you like pulling um, that one up. I keep pulling that one up. Sorry. You get it's it's you get one life and you're dropped in with like a hundred people. That's the fandom that I get rid of. Bees. The bees. bees. No, bees are very important we to the, the ecosystem. I know. Save the bees, even. Oh, the beehives in my backyard got more active out of absolutely nowhere. Nice. They were dead for the entire spring. When I was out mowing the lawn the other day, I saw that the hives were very active. Filled with wasps. Nope. They were honeys. Nice. Mm. I saw them. So I may see about harvesting that honey, brewing up some mead. Oh, dear. Cool. I love mead. Um, All right. So we got some more from Facebook, if I'm not mistaken, if I can pull it up without blowing anything up. Uh, notifications. Hey, look at that. It worked. Um, what was my answer? God, think of another one. I don't know. Did I have an answer? I don't think you had one. I don't think you had one. I'm sorry. There's just so many. Oh, no, I said Fortnite. Yeah, yeah you that's, said, that's right. You said All Fortnite. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, we have one from uh, AJ. AJ. Yes, this was the good segue yeah. from, some, from Scientology. Yeah. Um, AJ asks, Grouches, what podcasts do you all listen to when not making yours? So many. I, I mean, listen to so fucking many podcasts. All right, it's well, funny. I'm down to like just two that I consistently listen to these days. Okay. Uh, so one, I'm wearing it right now. Hello from the Magic Tavern. I, I'm officially totally caught up. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, so you, you heard the, the heist episode? Mm-hmm. I'm just listening to that now in the car. I haven't finished that episode, mm-hmm. but I like how they're just killing off all these yeah. side characters. Um, so yeah, hello from the Magic Tavern. That that's a good one if you're into shoddily constructed. No, if you no offense, weird, I know I know weird I, improv. I, I, I know that Adol has retweeted us mm-hmm. and, and talked back to us. So I don't think he's gonna listen. I think he's probably busy. If he does listen, 
Mr. Fi, I'm sorry for what I'm about to say, but occasionally shoddily constructed, but really hilarious mm-hmm. improv. And really, it's not your fault is the fact that Arnie doesn't know how to work with a scene. Yeah. Um, Arnie uh, does not yes and. I love you too, Arnie, but uh, <laughs> don't, don't, tell, don't tell Adel or Matt because... What else do you listen to? Um, yeah, so anyway, talking to the famous podcasts yes. that don't listen to us. Right. Um, the other one that I listen to consistently is Last Podcast on the Left which is where I picked up all of those Scientology facts due to their wonderful four, or I think it's four, maybe five-parter on L. Ron Hubbard. Oh, yeah. The life and then going into the creation of Dianetics and then Scientology and everything, even past him, into, like, Miscavige's Scientology as well. Yeah, no, I mean, I've read quite a few books. Um, But they they break it down really, really well. And speaking of improv comedy that that is funny, those guys there know how to throw in the... It is very dark humor because they deal with true crime. Nice. Uh, like, uh, they just started, uh, I believe, three-part series on uh, Robert Kuklinski, The Iceman. Yep. And so they, they break it down. They do all this research and... Uh, Present it, I, I like how they present it. It's informative, funny, just a good time. And I used to listen to the other podcast that they all did with a couple other guests, which was Roundtable of Gentlemen. It was just weird news stories that they would react to, but uh, I stopped listening to that one a while ago. So those, those are the two I listen to. What about you, Joe? You doing the same thing that I am, going through all your podcasts? I have, I have 18 total. Should I just read names, or should I pick like a top... Oh, I don't know. Like, what do you listen to regularly? I so, picked my top two. Yeah, shows, I only have two. Shows I don't I, even listen to us. Shows I never miss an episode of yes. are The Adventure Zone, My Brother, My Brother and Me, um, Till Death Do Us Blart is really easy because they only release one episode a year. Every Thanksgiving, <laughs> they rewatch Paul Blart Mall Cop <laughs> 2 and comment on it. <laughs> it's the same five guys watch Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 and then talk about their experience. And last year, uh, one of them linked it up and watched it while they listened to uh, Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. (laughs) (laughs) Like, they just do weird shit. Um, My dad wrote a porno. It's a great podcast. Hello from the Magic Tavern. Uh, Not another D&D podcast. And Critical Role. Those are all podcasts. That's a lot of gaming. I listen to that um, I, I don't miss an episode of. So I listen to probably ten podcasts a week that I don't list that I don't miss. Uh, I listen to three podcasts that are hosted by a guy named Conrad Thompson, mm-hmm. who is um, really like the wrestling pod father. Mm-hmm. He really is, and he does one with um, the original one he did was with a guy named Bruce Pritchard, who was like Vince McMahon's right hand man. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's you know it's been like the number one sports podcast, which is funny because it's wrestling. But like number one sports podcast on Apple for a while, it's mm-hmm. called something well, to wrestle with it's, Bruce, Bruce it Pritchard. It might not be a sport, but it's certainly athletic. No, it is. Oh no, my God, so much. And then he, then there's a, the second one is one called um, is one called uh, What Happened When with Tony Schiavone, who used to be a, a, an announcer for the competition for mm-hmm. WCW. It's very interesting. And finally, there's one called Eighty Three Weeks with mm-hmm. a guy named Eric Bischoff. If you mm-hmm. know who Eric Bischoff was. We can also guy. recommend uh, Table to Stage. I was going to get there. I was going to get there. <laughs> Table to Stage with our with our guy uh, with our guy Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um, I also listen to when it comes to so I listen to a bunch of wrestling podcasts with a guy named Jim Cornette. 
uh, and if you're if you're a wrestling person, you know who these people are: Jim Ross, Stone Cold Steve Austin. So I listen to a lot X Pac. I listen to a lot of wrestling <laughs> podcasts. I listen to almost all of Kevin Smith's podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, so I listen to the regular ones. I listen to Hollywood Babylon, which is my definitely my ultimate go to every week. Yeah, I could probably do it picking up one yep. more podcast. Um, I listen to Fat Man on Batman mm-hmm. with Kevin Smith and Mark Bernardin. Um, and I listen to Smodcast, which mm-hmm. now once again has him and Scott Mosher. Now Scott Mosher is back from uh, from France after directing the the, the Grinch movie. Um, yeah, I mean those are the ones that I there's listen the, to the I'm most. Sorry, what? Yeah, there's another Grinch movie coming out with uh, Bandersnatch Comforting. Yep. Yep. But, nah. Nah. It's a it's it's the animated uh, yeah. Doctor Seuss studio. It's that did yeah. like the Lorax and uh, nah. yeah, it's animated. Uh, nah. we don't need that. Horton, here's a who. We don't need that. No, no, you if know I, what though? I, we don't. I, but we don't need any of this. If I, if I want animated Grinch, if I I got animated Grinch. If I want live action full length movie Grinch, I got Jim Carrey just making up words. And essentially, the way <laughs> that the trailer looks, it looks like they made. Despicable Me, but instead of a uh, Russian Steve Carell, it's a Grinch. It's the Grinch, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's nah. a it's fairly um, nah. you know, it's a nah. slant. It's a slant. I mean, it, it, it's it's a drop in the bucket. It's nah. fine. Um, so nah. those that's what I listen nah. to. So good question. Um, Not to, a fan. Was there anything? And else? I got I got one comment. On oh, I got a comment too. Uh, so this is from Andy, not Andy Colburn, different no. Andy. Um, what if the way I perceive the world is completely different from the way the rest of the people oh, see the yeah. world? It is. What if I am not comprehending the world at the same level as everyone else? But you I, aren't. But I don't know that because there is no way for me to explain how I see the world because I'm not comprehending at the same level as everyone else. So my answer, if I can step in, my answer Both is... Both of you go first. because uh, My answer is this. Um, you have absolutely nothing to worry about because every person comprehends everything. Mm-hmm. In their own individual manner, one hundred percent. We look at Gonzo. I'm a paranoia monster. Now, now I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna take it a step further. You look at Gonzo. Mm-hmm. You know what Gonzo looks like. Mm-hmm. Gonzo looks like something very specific, and I know what Gonzo looks like. And we both recognize Gonzo. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if we looked at a picture of Gonzo, we would both <laughs> see Gonzo. But I don't necessarily see Gonzo the same way you see Gonzo. Right. Um, I will tell you right now that what he just described is literally at the very core of my um, greatest anxiety. Mm-hmm. Magical thinking! So my here is literally when people go, what is your greatest fear? This is my greatest fear. My greatest fear is, is that there is something wrong with me mm-hmm. that I'm not aware of about me. Like I have some kind of like mental or physical handicap or something and that the only and that, and that all of you know it, all of you know it, but I don't. Mm-hmm. And that like my mom and my wife, like have arranged for my friends to be my friends, mm-hmm. and that I have absolutely you know like they, uh, like I'm something's horrible and wrong with me, and none of you are telling me about it for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Like that is literally my greatest Truman fear. Show. Truman mm-hmm. Show. Yeah. You're afraid of being Truman. Um, but it's far, it's 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 more than that. It's not that you guys aren't telling me something. It's that there is something severely wrong with me, mm-hmm. and as a result of that, I can't live on my own. Were you aware of the second face in the middle of your back? Oh, oh, you, you, you mean Gordon? 
Yeah. Oh, no, oh, yeah, okay. Okay, so oh, you no. and him got a thing. Oh, that, yeah. That's all I can think of. Yeah. Okay. So go ahead. Go ahead. What, <clears throat> no, no, no. Joe's got to go. I See, I've often thought about this because I was like, <laughs> I. it's like one of those things where like, what if I see people, but everybody else sees us as like giant lizards and little lizards look like tiny people to everyone else? Those are just weird things that I think about. So like, as long as you're a functioning member of society and like you're not being a giant dick all the time, I think it really matters how you perceive anything as long as you're perceiving things as like, hey, this world's not so bad. I can make it better. I don't, I don't think it really matters how you perceive it. Okay, Gonzo, hit us. Uh, so, can you read me his list of things again? Yes, I will reread the question for you. Let me re-pull it up. And this is just because, I mean, I have the quick answers, and then that's going to lead into. Sure. So, first question. What if the way I perceive the world is completely different from the way the rest of the people see the world? Answer. It, it is. With, with a staggeringly high percentage, is. Okay. Second question. And don't be discouraged by that answer. Mm. It's not a bad thing. And I'm going to get not. into it. Absolutely not. I'm You're absolutely right. You're absolutely Second right. Second question. What if I am not comprehending the world at the same level as everyone else, but I don't know that because there is no way for me to explain how I see the world because I am not comprehending it at the same level as everyone else? Again, you are correct. But again, once again, don't be discouraged by that answer because I'm going to get into it. It's not a bad thing. Was that just the... Those it the was two, just the yeah. two? Okay, so, oh, how do I condense this down into something that's not going to be a full episode all on its own? Right. Uh, so first <coughs> off, yes, you, you, you perceive things completely different and you comprehend things your own certain way. Now, I don't know the way that you comprehend things because exactly like you said, I, there's no way for me to know, just like there's no way for you to know how I comprehend and perceive things. Mm -hmm. And in fact, I am certain beyond a shadow of a doubt that I comprehend and perceive things drastically different than even the two people I'm sitting in the room with right now. Partially due to the uh, aforementioned paranoia monster thing and partially due to the... How old am I? 17 years of occult practice, which uh, kind of leads into the paranoia monster type of thing. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> So, the reason that you shouldn't be worried or ashamed or, or even, like, terribly concerned about these things is it's just the fact, because we are all separate uh, individual entities. Mm -hmm. You know, even, even the hypothetical person, that like, if you and this hypothetical person were grown up and raised in exactly the same place, like, if you could be in the same body at the same time, but two separate minds, mm -hmm. it's not even certain then. So perception and reality play this really interesting game. Um, and there's many, I mean, shit. It's every school of magical thinking involves the fact that your perception shapes your reality and reality is shaping perception constantly and sure. it's just back and forth mm -hmm. sure i mean even to take it out of the realm of like the occult library if you go into the the secret which 
It's very popular occultism right there. Mm -hmm. Is uh, that really occultism, though? The secret? Yes. It's fucking new age fucking self-help shit. Yeah. But uh, so it involves force of will. It involves perceiving a future that you want, perceiving the gains that you want as coming to you already. That's the whole idea of like the vision board and That's setting the, that thing up. The law of attraction. Law of attraction is based in Kabbalistic magical practices is the known that, as natural magnetism. Is the belief that by focusing on positive or negative thoughts, people can bring positive or negative experiences into their life. Mm. That is one of the earliest forms of what is known as sympathetic magic. Sympathetic hmm. magic doesn't mean that you feel sympathy for something. It means that like attracts like. That's why um, a lot of the old grimoires are full of you want to use this metal at this time of the, this day right. under this certain astrological condition right? because you're trying to maximize the sympathetic attraction between all, all of these things in correspondence to each other. Sure. Hmm. Now, whether or not that works, I, I mean, shit, I could go on an entire rant about why I think sometimes it does and why sometimes I think it doesn't. But the fact of the matter is, is it all depends on your perception, too. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, what you perceive as a coincidence could be a coincidence. If you put some some grander importance on it, then mm -hmm. it immediately becomes that grander importance. And outside of your own head, there's no, no correct answer. Mm -hmm. The only correct answer to the world is in your own head. Yeah. Because... And this is going to sound very high school nihilistic and solipsistic. I can't be certain that anything outside of me even exists. Mm -hmm. This is the brain in the vat sort of thing. Yeah. And, you know, I say... Well, it's, I, it's, I, I say it's, the, it's the whole, yeah, life, you know, existence is nothing more than a simulation. Well, and, you know, I say high school solipsistic because that's... At least for us, that's when people start watching The Matrix. And mm -hmm. I'm talking... When I say for us, I mean Joe and I. Yeah. Jim obviously saw The Matrix after high school. Yeah, I saw it. It came out in 1999. I saw it the first night in the theater. I left that movie. I left that first. I love that fucking movie. Mm -hmm. I left that movie. I have never wanted to get, I've never wanted to kick somebody's ass. I was never more excited to get like get out there and like fight the man than I was mm -hmm. after I saw mm -hmm. The Matrix. So. But so that, that movie kind of kickstarts this thought, and it's a very common, I believe, high school thought when you start to get into philosophy and other things and, and actually thinking about the world you look around and you know Jim and Joe might not actually be real people that exist I could be making you all up and mm -hmm. I, I've had this talk with a bunch of people and people who say well what if the universe is a simulation mm -hmm. you know what if it's all fake what if it's all a dream well are you having fun mm -hmm. and even when you're not having fun do you want something that's not this? The steak still tastes like steak. You know, it, it, it's no matter what it is, to you it's real. Mm -hmm. So, And isn't that just, all that matters? Just be there. Yeah, you isn't know? that all that matters? Yeah. Sure. So that's why I'm saying yeah. my answer to both of those is yes, you are 100% correct. And there's nothing wrong with but that. But don't be upset. Yeah. It's not wrong. It's just... Human nature. It's, it, it's existence yeah. in itself. Well, wow, that's a... 
That's interesting my, place to go out in the show on. That's why I told you both to go first. No, absolutely. I mean, I didn't want to close the show on it, but... Oh, no, we're closing the show on it. I was going to talk both of you under the bridge on this one. No, that's fine. <laughs> I've spent too much of my life thinking these things. Any thoughts, Joe? I mean, all things are possible through the power of our Lord Jesus Christ. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> also magic. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, and I don't mean that in an offensive way. Uh, you, I mean, you that said in... a thing though. You said a thing about uh, differing perceptions, which reminded me. I was talking to Jim earlier. I went down a rabbit hole last night. I was watching these uh, BuzzFeed unsolved videos. These like half hour long videos of these ghost hunters, and one of them <laughs> fully believes in like ghosts and demons and shit, and the other one is like, "This is all bullshit." And they go to um, Goatman's Bridge in Texas, mm-hmm. and there's supposedly this goat demon that patrols this bridge, and so, and so the fucking scared guy is like creeping around he doesn't know what he's doing and the other guy's just walking around the bridge going fuck you goat man this is my bridge now you have to kill me if you want me to leave (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but so yeah i mean it's good stuff hopefully i wasn't i wasn't too too boring with that no that's good stuff dude so uh i that also i guess it's not gonna be gonzo's black magic corner anymore why not just yeah, it's not even a black. Well, first off, that wasn't black magic. No, no, but uh, it's never been black magic. Well, it's like, just funny. Like, uh, but has Gonzo summoned the demon? Fuck God, you, God, goat God, man! God. <laughs> Fuck you, goat man! I'll tell you what, I got real Suck close my dick. all last week. Uh, you think you all saw it? Oh no, I can tell. And on I my tell. face, and, I could uh, tell. I'm still not great, but you know I'm what? doing all right. You know what? That's a conversation for off recording. Yeah. Joe, yeah. How about another kind of magic? The magic of technology. Oh, how can um, these how can these slavering fans get in touch with us? Well, as you heard, we got some more fan mail than usual this week, which we'd like to say thank you. Um, if you would like to get that? your do, do questions, do I know that boy? That, that was Andy. No, this is Andy. A, this is a different Andy. I went to uh, University of New Haven with him. All right, he's a friend of mine. Um, I didn't even know who was a listener. So hey, Andy, thanks for listening. Sounds like um, a good dude in my book. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Probably um, talk for too long with him. But. If you would, if you would like to get your questions answered on oh, the air. Oh shit! I'm sorry. Hold on. Oh, do we have another one? Hold on. We we just have a comment. And All I right. So we're not going to take it out on that. I'm sorry, and it's just a very adorable comment. Um, so hold on. Where is it? Where is it? I've got it right here. I I, I read it this morning. I'm sorry. Um, this is from. Uh, we've heard from her once before. Our friend, my friend Sarah, mm-hmm. and she says. Um, uh, this is her. So we were talking about. Uh, she's been listening to Drunken Crawl. So I talk a couple times in Drunken Crawl. I talk about how I got Joe. Got to get Joe to come to a LARP. And what I mean is a stick LARP because we, you know, we, what we don't say is that he already, you know, we already vampire LARP. But so here's how she. This here's her letter, and this is pimping a friend of mine's LARP is mm-hmm. what this is going to do. Jim and Joe. Also, hey Gonzo, like but you me. hold on, Jim and Joe. Also, hey Gonzo, but you aren't in the episode I'm listening to. True, I'm listening to the Drunken Krull episode right now, and I just got to the point of Jim admonishing Joe that he should LARP. Um, our friends Dave, um, we have I have a friend. Wow, I didn't realize this. All three of them are Daves. There's the three Daves have started a new game that she's very excited about. It's called Gunsmoke and Gold. Check them out on Facebook. She says, I really don't LARP anymore, and I kind of miss it and various awesome people, so I've been obvi- so obviously been talking the game up like crazy. The premise is alternate history Old West oh, fuck. set after a massive worldwide plague. Oh, fuck. 
fuck, There dude. appear to be some slight fantastical elements in the background. Also, they've secured an honest-to-God historical house museum and grounds for their site. I know where they are. She says, Jim, I miss your face. Joe and Gonzo, you guys are delightfully entertaining on the podcast. Love, Sarah. I want to fucking be cowboys. That's fucking cool. All right, well, we can certainly look into it then. Um, I know the I know the people running that game, and they're very creative, and they'd be very happy to have us. So we can certainly look into that. Oh, that and that's a daytime. That's a daytime Ooh. LARP too. Mm. I think okay, is that a little a little easier to swallow to to finish up on? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's better. Joe. So how do people would, get in touch with us? If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can uh, find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash couchcrouches. You can find us on Twitter at couchcrouches. Find us on Instagram at couchcrouches. You can email us couchcrouches at gmail.com. You can find us on iTunes if you search couchcrouches. Find us on Google Play Podcasts. Find us on Spotify. Find us on Podbean. Find us. Just go on Google and type in Couch Grouches and you'll find something. You'll find some way we to get We might touch be on this. Stitcher, I'm looking yeah? right now. I, I didn't have to do anything. I think we just might be on mm-hmm. Stitcher. Close your eyes and imagine yourself sitting not at a couch like our title would have you believe, but around a table. I'll have you know that Drunken Crawl <laughs> was done at a goddamn couch. But close your eyes and imagine that you're sitting there. And Shit. Today. We're, we're on we're on Player FM. Cool. Fine. You know what? There's no magical way to contact us this week because I can't get it word in edgewise. <laughs> Sorry. Fuck off. But Wait don't 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 really fuck off. Keep listening. Wait Keep a listening, minute. please. There's a Couch Crouch's channel on YouTube. Not anymore. That is not us. Fuck you. We only have 94 subscribers. Do we have more than that? No, but we, we'll we'll kill them. Well, that's because they're trying to be game grumps, which everybody um, says to. Well, they also Blueberry, look like Blueberry podcasts were on. Um, holy shit! Um, Burberry. Is it Burberry? B l u b r r y. Who the no fuck? Idea. No, we have idea. an Instagram. Yep. Um, yeah, we do have that. I posted something not too yeah, long did, ago. Yeah, uh, did friend of the show someone something? Luke Evans. Yeah, yeah. No, I haven't heard from him. No, that's because the Welsh are scum, Joe. <laughs> Or maybe it's because he heard me say the Welsh were scum and yeah, he decided not to be a fan of us. Oh, Therefore reinforcing my belief that the Welsh are in fact scum. And on that happy, only mildly, uh, I would only mildly xenophobic note, I think we'll... I can't be xenophobic. They're white. <laughs> no, but that's, you can't be... It's not racist. Yeah. Dragon. You didn't. You didn't say the Baby other words. Trade. There are more words. Say the words, Time Joe. Time wizard. Not those <laughs> words. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh fans, take them away. For couch grouches, this is Jim. I'm Joe. I'm Gonzo. Fuck on audience.